This podcast is brought to you by Most Valuable Podcasts, saving your day from boredom with the best podcasting entertainment. What's up, what's up, everybody? Ricky Widmer here, along with fellow man-child, Johnny Carlin. And we are back for the Rick and Johnny podcast right here on Most Valuable Podcast, where Johnny, we're talking about basically everything under the nerdy suns. I think that's the shortened way of how we're going to start describing the podcast. Yes. We kind of hit everything in the nerd culture world. Got a jam-packed show for you guys, but before we get into everything, a little bit of housekeeping here at the beginning. If you like what we're doing, you like the podcast, make sure to check out Most Valuable Podcast Patreon page. That link down below in the description. We have a bunch of different tiers at the $10 tier. You could join a Rick and Johnny podcast if you so choose. We also have a store link down below in the description. Mostvalablepodcast.com where you catch everything for MVP each and every day. And then last but not least, if you're on iTunes or Apple Podcasts, make sure to give the Rick and Johnny podcast a five-star rating and let us know. Type a little something in about why you like it. So someone looks at it, reads it, and goes, hey, maybe I should check this podcast out too. But Johnny... Got a jam-packed show, like I said. We're talking Call of Duty news because Call of Duty Duty. came out with some big news, a big reveal this week. Going to be looking at Batman. Michael C. Hall from Dexter was like, hey, I'd like to maybe play Batman in the future. Going to look at that. Then we'll look at Daredevil Season 3. Bullseye will be in it. How does he fit in? And then we're ending things out with an Avengers 4 rumor that the Skrulls could be in. Avengers 4. But let's jump into our first topic, looking at Call of Duty. And the reason why we're talking about this is, first off, everything that people have said, we talked about it two weeks ago, Mm -hmm. is true. Call of Duty will have a Battle Royale mode. And from the GameSpot article, where the news came from, it says, Dubbed Blackout, the new Battle Royale-style mode pits players against each other in a fight to be the last one standing. On the official Call of Duty website, Activision revealed that Blackout will be playable solo and in teams, just as Fortnite and PUBG. Where it differs from other Battle Royale games, however, is it draws heavily on previous Black Ops titles. Developer Treyarch says it wanted to create a Battle Royale mode the Black Ops way. And that's in quotes, the Black Ops way. And and to that end, it has incorporated elements from the entire series into that mode. According to Treyarch, the map is Blackout. The map in Blackout is the biggest one the developers have ever created. Some of its locations are old maps taken directly from from past entities, and players can use weapons and items from every previous Black Ops game, including the RC car. The map also features land, air, and sea vehicles, and players can play as Hudson, Reznov, Mason, and other characters from the series. Treyarch says it is still undecided on the number of players Black Ops will support, or Blackout will support. What do you think of this? All this news that we just read about the new mode Blackout, what are you thinking about this Battle Royale? I mean, it's not... It's not not usually my cup of tea, mm-hmm. but I think it sounds awesome. Um, I'm trying to think what I was going to say about that. Um, I mean, the of course you're going to make the map bigger. Mm-hmm. Obviously, you're going well, to have to. If you have like 50 people on a map, you don't want it to be with the size of a normal Black Ops mm-hmm. map because 
Yeah. Everyone's going to be on top of each other. Exactly. Just... Especially okay. some of those like smaller maps. Yeah. Like Nuketown. Yeah. Like, could you imagine Nuketown with like 50 players in it? Yeah. Nope. 50 Every... to 100 players in Nuketown. The first like two minutes is going to be just pretty quick. Yeah. <laughs> Especially if it's rockets. Yeah. Rockets or grenade oh, launches. <laughs> just firing in the buildings. That's all it would be. But to me, the most important part of this is I've got one question and then one thing I really like. First, the thing I really like, and this is what differs it, because the one thing I started to think about after we talked about it two weeks ago was it's great to say, oh, you're going to do a battle royale mode. Mm -hmm. But to me, if you're going to jump and piggyback off of a style that's already been done. Yeah. How are you going to make it your way? And like I kind of made fun of like, oh, the Black Ops way. But the developer has a point. Like, how are you going to take this, make it your own Put a different spin on it so that it's not like, oh, we're just copying Fortnite and bringing it over here. And the thing that I love that does that is the the not just the old maps and putting those into it, but having it to where, oh, you you want to have a, a vehicle that you can drive around in like a military Jeep? You can do that. If you want to go on foot, you can do that. You want to fly a fighter jet? You can go ahead and do that or a helicopter. You want the RC car? You want the RC car or if you want to do it on sea. Like it's going to be interesting to see where the battles happen if it's in the air, if they go by the just land of normal foot movement and how many people take advantage of that sea aspect as well. And yeah, really. The sea one's kind of the question to me because How does that work out? If it's in the if it's in like a river, then it's like okay, well you're isolated to that one area. For the C part of it, the question that I have, though, is how are they going to do, are they going to do the same thing of the storm where it's like, all right, eventually this circle is just going to get smaller and smaller to where we just put you in one location, or are they going to be bold and say, nope, you get to use the entire map, because I'll tell you, that'd be stupid, because once you get down to three people, I know Call of Duty players, and they'll just camp in a corner. Yeah. They'll just camp in a corner and nothing will get done. Maybe as one one good thing would be to uh, as it as the group gets smaller mm-hmm. in that in that, in that map, game, yeah, the map, the map shrinks or something like okay. that. Would you go with that or would you go with exactly what Fortnite does, where it's like it's a timer and it's like okay, that timer, all right, the circle's moving in, all right, it's here. After another two minutes, okay, it's moving in, it's moving in, all right, it's here. And so forth and so forth until it's like a little circle that has maybe like a nuketown esque circle to where it's like, okay, then those players can be in this one map. And now it feels like a regular Call of Duty map because we put in aspects of other Call of Duty maps and we put the circle down so small to where it's like. It's just a normal nuketown. Like, yeah. all right, now you're just playing a normal nuketown. Well, I mean, that's what I'm kind of saying is it just... Now, what if you're outside of that circle in Fortnite, what mm-hmm. happens to you? You die. You just die. Uh, so eventually in Fortnite, in Fortnite, people can correct me because I haven't played a ton of it. I haven't played it I believe all, so it is, is in Fortnite is, let's say the barrier is coming to me. Yeah. If it passes me, you don't die immediately. You take like a tick, like a damage over time until, and if you don't get out of it, you're dead. So yeah. So, so eventually it'll kill you. You're dying. Yeah. It's just you need to get... Into that circle. Mm-hmm. Okay. And the one thing that Fortnite does that I liked when I played it was it'll show you where the current circle is. 
but then it'll also show you, all right, this is where it's going to shrink to. So like when that timer gets down, I can know, all right, I'm not going to play with that. I'm going to get into this circle. I'm going to make sure I'm in here so I don't die. Yeah. I like that. Like, I get what they're doing, too. They're trying to play to the audiences of, oh, we're going to have old maps in there, play off nostalgia. You get to play as these classic characters that you know. Get all the weapons of all of it. All the weapons of old, the RC car that people liked. They also didn't just announce the Battle Royale mode, Johnny. They also announced the one game mode. That everybody loves. Zombies. And that's zombies. And here, I got a little bit to read about this now. And Activision announced a ton of new details about the game. Along with Blackout, the publisher talked a lot about the new Zombies campaign, which is set across three unique maps. And I'm going to, it's not in this one. I got to click the zombie one. Um, Let's see. Activision, blah, blah, blah. Um, in zombies, four characters travel through time to battle an evil cult while killing hordes of the undead along the way. It's set across three unique missions, each with its own map, the nine voyage of despair and the blood of the dead. The nine will take place in a Roman battle arena where players must fend off zombies and special undead enemies using swords, shields, axes, and spears. Voyage of Despair takes place in an ill-fated Titanic that's teeming with zombies. Blood of the Dead is something of a throwback mission with references to classic maps from previous Black Ops games. The mode also contains Zombie Rush, with Activision says is a simplified version of the traditional zombie mode. What do you think of this change for zombie? It looks like they're taking the zombie mode and flipping it on its head almost. It's interesting. I like the I really like the battle arena one. I thought you That looks really cool. The thing I love most about that one, it's not like, hey, you're in a Roman arena and you still have guns. No, we're giving you swords and shields. We threw you back in time. Exactly. Have fun with that. Have fun with that hand to hand combat with the zombie. Yeah. Because, I mean, in zombie mode, it's just, it's only if you're, like, it's only if you're really bad or not paying attention. Like, me not paying attention where, oh, shit, knife, knife. I got to knife this zombie because I didn't watch the other door. Where this one, then the nine is basically going to be, all right, here's your hand-to-hand combat. What are you going to do? Yeah, exactly. And how cool that's going to feel being in the thickets. I'll and the other honest. part is going to be, like, you have to figure out what what of those weapons you're going to be good with. Because mm-hmm. it's not going to be like, oh, I'm pretty good with uh, the machine gun I feel or like I'm, you I'm a would, shotgun specialist. I feel like you would pick the axe. I would, I'm kind or of, would, a, maybe a shield. A short, and sh- a short, a short sword and shield kind of a guy. Maybe. I don't know. I didn't see which one I would be because I got like. I is it going to be a two-handed axe? Will it be a one-handed axe? I have to see which. Axes? I have to see what uh, the game mechanics exactly play mm-hmm. along with that because that that's what's going to play into which kind of uh, weapon I can use. Well, and that's another thing when we talk about weapon mechanics, like with the axes. Let's say they're two one-handed axes. Mm-hmm. Is it just going to be your hacking and slashing, or is it also going to be there's an option to? I'm going to throw my axe at you. But in order to get it, I have to run over pick and it pick up, up the axe. Kind of like the throwing knife. Yeah. I can throw my throwing knife at you, but in order to get that throwing knife back, I have to walk up. over and pick up. 
the throwing knife. There's the, yeah, that'd be an interesting. The concept one too. I'm excited about is the Titanic one. Yeah, that's the one. Like I want like being on the Titanic with zombies. Is it bad? I want to hear like the Titanic theme in the background Dude, as I'm well, playing. My heart will go on. <laughs> do do do. As you're just do, 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 clips just coming off the gun. <laughs> I think somebody's going to do that. Yeah, Somebody oh, is going to do that. Here's my only worry with zombie mode. Huh. Like the battle royale mode, I feel has a little bit of more playability. But with zombie mode, I wonder, and this is kind of a this could be a different topic for another day, but I'm still going to bring it up. Have we hit the point yet? Where it's basically, like, are these changes, because they are different than traditional zombie mode. Yeah. But have they done enough, and of course I know we haven't seen it, but has this done enough, do you think, to the hardcore zombie person is going to be all in? But, like, the person like me, who's mostly a traditional multiplayer kind of a guy, will it be enough to make me not go, play Titanic, play the Nine? Okay, that was cool. Right over to blackout and traditional multiplayer. I mean, what's the difference for them? They're making the money either way. You're buying True. the game. If you play those parts, that's on you. If you're mm-hmm. utilizing your whole game. I guess my question is not necessarily on their side, just in general. Do you think that this will be enough changes in new blood to kind of, I don't want to, how do I want to say this? Kind of revitalize the zombie the zombie genre on Call of Duty because I feel like and maybe this is just me. It came out boom first right away with the mm. I think it was World at War. Everyone's like, "Oh my God, zombies! You got to play zombies!" And now every single game has had zombies to where almost like zombie fatigue, almost where it's like, "All right, our zombie mode." To where apparently like some people might be like like myself, eh, all right, it's got a zombie mode like the last game. Didn't touch zombie mode. Hmm. Didn't touch it at all. I just played straight multiplayer. I played straight multiplayer, touched the campaign a little bit because I was going to stream it. And then I'm like, nah, I'm not going to stream it because I didn't have the time. But do you think this is enough with the nine Titanic to kind of maybe end that little zombie fatigue that I, I think, think so? Because they're changing up quite a bit, especially mm-hmm. when you're just throwing in melee weapons as opposed to strict melee Dude, weapons. I can't wait for it. As opposed to. Uh, uh, the same thing of gun mm-hmm. and shooting everything. And then the Titanic it sounds like it's going to be less of the, uh, um, like the, the the last time I played zombies was when you're in that one room and you have to keep putting the boards yep. over the windows and dunk, 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 yeah, and then yeah, you have the to hold square. Yeah, and you have to keep building up the windows and you have to run to the next mm-hmm. one and do the same thing. And as they tear the other one down, it's like God damn it, I just built that. Mm-hmm. And then yeah, so that this, I mean, it sounds like it's going to be more like running around the map a little bit more. And also, for Titanic, I should add this in. I don't know how much this changes the answer adds to it. In an effort to keep the game feeling fresh, zombies will feature feature seasonal events call are called callings. Additionally, it will have daily, monthly, and yearly events. It will also have various difficulty levels complete with easy to hard challenges. I see that and I just go, all right, you're taking the Overwatch thing. Yeah. You're taking the Overwatch seasonal thing, which I mean, the thing with that is, is that really going to like help fatigue? Because right now with Overwatch, I know you, you play Overwatch a lot, but I know like for me now compared to two years ago, even a year ago, I'm not as hardcore Overwatch as I used to be. 
And I'm seeing, and this is a topic for a different day as well, but I'm seeing a lot more videos of like, oh, why I quit Overwatch, why I'm not like video game streamers, why am I not playing Overwatch as much? So, I mean, even with seasonal events, you can still have fatigue in a game mode. The last thing I'll ask you about this is with zombies, with the Battle Royale mode, with more information about that, does this change anything in your mind about what we talked about last week? Because this game for sure is not going to have a story mode. Yeah, it still kind of makes it hard for any like me, people like me, story mode players. You like the story. I mode. like story modes. I like not having to rely on everyone. I like not <laughs> having to deal with a lot. If of I people. don't have to deal with anyone, I am fine with that. That's fine. But at least like that. Uh, what's the 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 arena one called? Royale. The nine. The nine. That one kind of at least kind of plays. You're into talking about the zombie one. The zombie yeah, one, yeah. The nine. At least that one kind of plays into the idea. Mm-hmm. Like maybe I have to deal with, like not deal with. It's kind of a mean way to put it. Maybe I only have to rely on three other people then, mm-hmm. unless I get computers to do it. Maybe I don't know. I don't know how that one works yet. Um, but that at least kind of plays a little bit into it. It gets mm-hmm. me. Maybe we'll maybe we'll pull people like me in. Yeah. Or the Titanic one. Well, it's, kind I, of, it's kind of a campaign in a sense, but it's not. And I mean, I found... At least from what the gameplay looked like. I'm going so, to cite these stats because they did the work for it. I just fucking listened to their podcast. But mm-hmm. um, the guys at Kind of Funny Games Daily, um, they did a little thing on one of their shows where they talked about like the stats of single-player games. And it blew my mind that the last Call of Duty game, mm-hmm. the ratio of multiplayer to campaign were two multiplayer for every one story person. And then, like, another game like the Arkham Asylum and Arkham City games, there was about, I think they said, 60% of people got to, like, the halfway save point of 50% complete with the game. Which, that to me, I think they were saying 50% through the story. Because if it's 50% complete, that to me is like, all right, I don't really like take that into consideration because you can play the main storyline all the way through in Arkham Asylum and still be at like such and such complete because there's so many side yeah, missions exactly. that you had to do. I would expect that people on that one play the main one, don't do all the side missions if they just want the story of the game. But the last thing I will say about the single player thing is that, um, let's see. Which will feel, let's see, Activision also revealed that Black Ops 4 won't have a traditional single-player campaign. Rather, the game will feature solo missions that focus on each of its specialist characters. So, in multiplayer, you'll have your own set of missions that you have to do. But after playing the last one, that's not a single-player campaign. That's not a story mode. So, I mean, it'll be interesting to see. It's still going to sell ridiculously well. Mm-hmm. Like, just not having a story mode is not going to be like, man, I'm not getting that I'm not going to break it. I think they're playing to their audience. Two to one are playing multiplayer. Really, it's like, yeah, there's that one. But let's be honest, that one probably also plays multiplayer as well. Yeah, so he's probably. Still gonna, he or she is still going to buy the game. Any last thoughts before we move on into Batman? No, the most part thing I'm excited about is Royale. Or yeah. the, not Royale. The but, uh, nine. The nine. Thank you. I keep wanting to call it the other thing. Well, when I get when I get the Black Ops game, we'll play the nine. Sounds great. We'll we'll put that controller in Johnny's hand so he can go back to uh, the Roman Empire and kill some zombies in Roman Empire because yep. that's the other thing that I'll mention really quick right here at the end. It's not just zombie fatigue. I think with Black Ops, 
It's a whole thing. Mm-hmm. Walking Dead isn't like it doesn't have the ratings it used to have. You have Nazi zombies, the spin-off with The Walking Dead. It's a lot of zombie Fear culture. Dead. Fear the Walking Dead, thank you. Um, there's a lot of zombie culture, I feel like, is a pop culture if we're getting zombied out a little bit Almost. right now. It seems like it. But we will see. Well, that'll be another three topics in this that could be topics for another day. But this yep. is where you guys come in. Let us know what you guys think down below about Battle Royale, Blackout, and Blackout 4. What you think about the new zombie mode and what are your expectations when you finally get your hands on this later this year. I think it's going to come out in the fall for 2018. Let's move on, though, into our next topic. And we're looking at Batman yet again. We looked at him last week. And we said, is he the Justice League's best hero? Which, right there, you can go and check that out. But, Johnny, we're doing another topic we usually like to do with Batman. And it's this uh, podcast's annual who is will or who will play Batman the next time we see him. Annual? Well, it's kind of annual. I mean, whenever no. someone says we it. Did, we didn't do it yearly. I it's not know. Yearly, I was trying you. to come up with a word. It's basically whenever, whenever someone says, hey, I want to play Batman, we talk about it. <laughs> And the latest person mm, I wonder why to throw their name <laughs> into that hat is Michael C. Hall. You might know him mostly from Dexter. However, he has played Batman in the animated movie Justice League Gods and Monsters. But during an interview with Yahoo, Yahoo. Michael C. Hall spoke about the time he voiced an alternate take on Batman in that animated movie and his love for the character. He put... In that particular iteration of the superhero origin story, it was an alternate universe. He was a vampire. But Batman, generally, I like him as a superhero. He's he's not as sort of remarkable endowed with some sort of superpowers. He's just smart. And the suit. Um, And the suit. (laughs) When asked if he would be interested in playing the role in live action... He broke out his best Michael Keaton impersonation and confirmed he would be up for it. He said, I am Batman. Tell your friends about me. I love that. That was the Michael Keaton version. Well, thanks for sure. I'm all for that. So, Johnny, like we said, we are all talking about whenever, like, Jake Gyllenhaal rumors came out. We had the, oh, I can't remember who else. Basically, anyone who said, hey, I want to play Batman. Or if Ben Affleck says, I don't want to play Batman. We talk about that. What are your thoughts on a Michael C. Hall who he's been in Dexter? He's 40. He's a 47 year old actor. What are your thoughts on him maybe becoming Batman? There's no rumors to it, but what if he became Batman? Not opposed. I mean, I've only seen a little bit of him, Mm -hmm. his acting. I mean, we saw him a little bit in Game Night. The Bulgarian. Yes. Um, I never really watched Dexter. I've seen him here and there. I did Mm -hmm. watch the... One video they had of Justice League Gods and Monsters, and I yes. wasn't as much as I was a little thrown off by it that wasn't Batman. Your cup of tea? No, no, I was. I I thought it was fine. I just it was a little thrown off by like the bat type of Batman they had, mm-hmm. the type of Superman they have, the uh, the Wonder Woman. I can't remember exactly how she was portrayed in there now. Well, they had. Uh, oh, I think it was because Superman like, had like he was kind of dark. Yeah, he was kind of a. Uh, because I think instead of a little Wonder bit more Woman, calculating, if I'm not mistaken, that had something with it was uh, it was um, Renner. No, not Renner. Rainer. Whatever the character is, that's like her um, love interest. Yeah, it was more about him than Wonder than Woman. her. Yeah, yeah. Um, but like 
the thing I look at when I look at pictures of Michael C. Hall and like how he looks is if we went with Michael C. Hall, would he be a younger, would we be going with a younger Batman or would we be going with more of like the Christian Bale style Batman where he's not really older. He's kind of, cause right now we've got the, he's old. He's been doing this a while. Yeah. Ben Affleck's playing the old Batman. If we went to a Michael C. Hall, would we go more towards that younger kind of a Batman where it's like not necessarily first starting off, not necessarily he's really old and thinking about retirement. Would he just be middle of the line? He's been doing it for this many years. He's established. We're just doing I'd say he, I'd say he'd probably be middle of the game Batman. Mm-hmm. Like he's already been doing this stuff for a while. It's not like he's been doing it forever though. Um, he's already he's got a handle on it, but I mean, obviously, he kind of doesn't because the villains mm-hmm. keep escaping. Uh, <laughs> it's not uh, his fault though. Damn it, Arkham! <laughs> damn it, Arkham! Stop releasing them. Well, it's all that corrupted crime. It's all those uh, those double cops that are. Yeah, it's not his fault. That's all I'm saying. Sure. But the thing I was gonna throw out is that I looked up is if we go off of. Christian Bale, so he's 44 right now. Yeah. When he played Batman in 2005 was when he picked up Batman Begins. That was like 13 years ago, so he was, what, 31? Yeah. So we had like a 31-year-old Batman. This would have to be more middle of the line. Where he's no, just I, would, doing... I would make it more of middle of the line Batman. Mm-hmm. Where he's just kind of doing things. He's and... already been doing it. I mean, do you play into, if he becomes Batman, do you play it into Birds of Prey at all? Because, I mean, they're doing that, like, how do you, like, here's my better question. And I think we talked about this with Jake Hall. Yeah. But I'll talk it again with uh, Michael C. Hall. If a new Batman comes in, do you just, here's Batman and don't explain it? Or, because the Batman in yeah. this universe has been, like, we've established as an older Batman. I think you can do that with Batman because we've had a... I mean, almost everyone knows who Batman is. If mm-hmm. you're going to go see the movie, you know who Batman is. True. You know basically about him. We don't need another, another... He's like Spider-Man in that sense. Yeah, we don't need another Bruce Wayne parent death, <laughs> Wayne family death. Mm-hmm. Uh, deaths. Um, Unless it's going to have uh, Morgan, uh, what's his name? Yeah, Jeffrey Blank D. Morgan. Yeah, Jeffrey D. Morgan. You can do that then. I'll, <laughs> I'll accept it. Um, Just as long as it gets closer and closer to us, or closer and closer to him being Flashpoint's Batman. Yes, exactly. As long as it, as long Thomas as, Wayne Batman. As long as it leads to that, you can put it put that in there as many mm-hmm. times as you want. Um, but, I mean, this, uh, this would be more of a middle-of-the-line Batman. Mm-hmm. We've already had... I mean, you don't need to have... Like a new another Batman story and all that because guess what we've had it in the nineties mm-hmm. we've had it in the early two thousands mm-hmm. we just had Affleck Bat or Batfleck as George call it. Clooney Michael Keaton um, Val Kilmer I know they're out of order a little bit um, Christian Bale Ben Affleck how many um, more times do we need to reintroduce Batman you yeah. don't <laughs> no I know if you don't know who Batman is by now that's on you because I'm trying to think the three in our childhood were Kilmer. Kilmer, Keaton, and Clooney, I think, was yes, the order Clooney. of them. I don't um, remember the order, but yeah. And then the three. Christian Bale. And, Bale was... and then you had Ben Affleck. And I'm not missing one in between no, Bale that's and um, Ben Affleck. but Batflick. Batflick. Well, and the reason why I bring up Ben Affleck is the other story I was going to bring into it 
and this is a total rumor, it's not been proven, but apparently there are rumors that Ben Affleck wants still to wants to play Batman. And one of the tweets that was sent out by at Daniel RPK said, tag it under rumor for now. I hear Ben Affleck now wants to stick around as the DCEU's Batman. Oh, he's being threatened. He's got to stick around now. Do you think that's smart, though? Do you think he should stick around? I mean, why not? I mean, they can... That kind of keeps... If they want... Okay, so if they want to kind of do... I know they said... Mm -hmm. Let me try and get my words together. Because this is where the conversation switches from, all right, Michael C. Hall, I could see him as a Batman, to should they be looking for a new Batman, or should Ben Affleck stay as Batman? Well, Ben Affleck needs to make a decision if he Mm -hmm. wants to or not. Should or get off the pot? Yeah, exactly. Because he's kind of said, well, I don't know if I want to do it. Mm -hmm. Make a decision. Yeah. Otherwise, we get either Michael C. Hall or what was the other? Jake Gyllenhaal Jake was Gyllenhaal. one we talked about. And it's like, okay, shit we off the pot. That way mm-hmm. we can, A, continuity thing, where mm-hmm. it's like we're, they want to start, there's been talks DC wants to kind of break off and not have everything completely connected. I would love that. So Batman Universe, mm-hmm. great. Either make it so it's, it's still kind of con- has some continuity with the mm-hmm. rest of it. Because I feel like they still want to have some continuity, right? A little bit. For Justice bit. League 2. How I would do it, here's me. And let me guy, let me know, guys, if what you think about this. But I would take the MCU's plan. Yeah. Throw it out the window. I know that sounds crazy with how successful they've been. But you're not going to recreate that. No, you're not. You're not going to recreate the MCU. You're not going to. Like, you're just going to fail trying to be Marvel. Like I said in the C, the Call of Duty topic is you're not trying to get something to be the same as that. You want to take it, put your own spin on yeah, it. Exactly. I get Make it, it they, your own. they tried the whole I'm going dark thing. It didn't fucking work. Stop doing it. But here's what I would do. Except for Batman. I've got, well, yeah. I've got <laughs> Batman movies over here just being Batman movies. I got Wonder Woman movies over here being Wonder Woman movies. I've got Superman movies over here being Superman movies. The things that I would do to piece them together is maybe something like on a TV screen in the background. It references something from another movie in that universe. Reference the other movies. A newspaper that so-and-so is reading references something that was going on in another movie. The bat is added again. I would just – I would have it to where you're going to each one knowing, all right – these are in the same universe. Yeah, like make them connected in that sense. But, but you they don't, don't have, have to, to make them continuity all fit into this timeline. Well, you do have to make continuity if you're going to make them in the same universe. Mm-hmm. But, but what I'm saying is you don't, you have, don't to like, have to plan out that. Like you don't have to sit there and go. You don't have to Russo Brothers this, this. it. Exactly. Exactly. Like have little references and just make sure you're like having the same general mm-hmm. continuity where you're not like having people like. But that doesn't fit because of this, mm-hmm. and that doesn't fit because of this. Like you we don't, don't want X Men continuity. Yeah, you don't want to make it X Men continuity. Where, okay, we rewrote everything because of Days of Future Past, and then Deadpool comes back and re. Yeah, we're just gonna fix the timeline. Wait a wait a spoiler. A little spoilers, a little bit. I didn't tell you exactly what happened. Exactly. Fixing the timeline. Save that for the save the review. Yeah, but I mean. That's what I would do. I would have Batman movies being bad. And then after you do these movies, if you want to then do some work, all right, we're going to do a Justice League movie. All right, just there's your Justice League. Justice League 2, yeah. It doesn't have to plan up to this leads into this, leads into this, leads into this, because Marvel's already done that. Yeah. If you do it again, it's going to seem stale 
because Marvel has already done it. It's kind of like the, the South Park gag. Butters. I'm going to do this. Simpsons did it. I'm going to do this. Simpsons, Simpsons did, did it. it. At this point, it's basically, all right, we're going to do this. Marvel, Marvel did it. We're going to do this. Marvel did it. It's like, don't try to have an original idea because Marvel has already done it yeah. in that sense. See, Marvel's thing is kind of like a timeline slash, like if you were to draw trees as a mm-hmm. kid, kind of overlays like in branches itself. and stuff. Maybe DC just needs to kind of be more like the bubble plot where it's mm-hmm. like, okay, this is the Batman universe. Connects. Here's Justice League. Exactly. Bubble Universe, Wonder Woman, Justice mm-hmm. League. Superman Universe, Justice League. Mm-hmm. Flash, Justice League. Because and you can have little intertwined things here and there, but I mean, mm-hmm. like after credit scenes can be your tie-in to the Justice League thing. Here's what I would do. Those can be the and like little tropes here and there. There's Batman on. Mm-hmm. The, there's um something about the Flash on the screen over here or. Opens the newspaper. There's a Batman headline. The bat's at it again. I think I've got an idea, and I'm going to take two seconds to look up exactly where I'm going with this so that I don't screw anything up. But, okay. So, here's what I would do if I was DC. Hmm. Scrapping most of what we have, but not everything. Okay. So... We're having the individual movies, but if at the end they're like, you know what, we want to make it a continuity timeline... We want to make it a connected universe. Here's what I do. Mm-hmm. I don't know what order these movies come in. I'm just throwing them out. The first one, I have a Batman movie, and my villain is either the Joker, recasted. Um, <laughs> Please it's, do. It's either the Joker, the Riddler, or Scarecrow. I would love a Riddler. I would love a new Riddler. I love Jim Carrey as the Riddler, but I would love a new Riddler because ever since that, mm-hmm. No one's touched the Riddler. No, we haven't. We saw, like, we've seen the Joker again. We've seen Bane. All right, that was kind of a little, eh, but whatever. What's your problem with Bane? I Ricky? would do. I would pick the Riddler. So you have a Batman movie, you do the Riddler. You have a Superman movie, and I would either do Brain Brainy. Eh, I would do Brainiac. So you've got Superman with Brainiac, Wonder Woman, what they're doing now, Cheetah. Yeah. Perfect. I would then do a Green Lantern movie and do Sinestro again, but actually do it right. Yeah. And then I would do a Flash movie and have it be Gorilla Grodd. And the post credit scene for each one, so all what, I named five of these movies? Yeah. Batman, so. Superman, Wonder Woman, Flash. Five of these movies would lead into a Justice League movie. And the post credit scenes would be around. We already know Lex Luthor exists in the universe. It's just Lex Luthor, Lex Luthor, Nick Furying things. Assembling the Legion of Doom. Yeah. It's him. And think about that. That to me, it wouldn't be like a, wow, we're going off on a limb and being so original. It's just saying, you know what? Fuck it. Marvel did the hero thing. We're assembling our villain team. Like, you guys know the heroes. You know they're all together. Let's show the assembling of this villain team. And then that ju- – I would just call it – because you've kind of already talked uh, – named it this before. I would then name the Justice League movie Justice League Doom. Kind of to go off of the animated movie there that you go. guys have. I don't know if they would do that, though, because they already have the Justice League Doom, which is yeah. a different story. Or Oh, fuck, man. What if they did that? All right. I'm spitballing here. What if they called it Justice League Doom, 
Because not only are they assembling the Legion of Doom. They do the Doom timeline. Yes. No, not the Doom timeline. The the Doom Doom uh, tactics. That's that's what I meant to say. Basically, it's... I meant to say storyline. I know in the Doom storyline, it's Vandal Savage that does this. But what if it's... Just have... What Luther. if it's Lex? Yeah, Lex is the guy. Where that's, it's not, like, that's something you can switch out. Exactly. Just, you have to alter the ending um, of that one. Spoilers mm-hmm. if you somehow haven't seen it by now. Um, where, where he's going to destroy three, four, like, two thirds of the Earth. Yes. Two thirds of the population. Yeah. And basically to, a Thanos scenario. Yeah. Ratios all off. A little bit more than uh, Thanos, though. Yeah, a little less. I'm than, talking about just on Earth. Correction. A little less than Thanos. I'm talking about just on Earth. Thanos only got rid of half the people on Earth. Yeah, but... I know, I know. He's more of a universe. Has the half of the universe. I get that. But (laughs) that's what I would do. Lex has a plan. Lex somehow decrypted Batman's systems. Yeah. Got the Doom Protocol. And it's basically him giving each of the members... If you want to do that route then, they used Mirror Master. Yes, you could use Mirror Master as well. You could have Master or Grot kind of be the one. I would say, uh, if you want to stick with it, kind of, it's a little harder I'm not, with Grot. I'm not saying use the exact same yeah, villains. Yeah, I'm just saying, um, yeah, we'll figure, they'll figure it out. Because the thing you can play off with Grod is you could do it to where, like, here's here's what he does. Lux gives the plans for each one. What if Grod's the one with his fucking intellect? That comes up with a way to actually do it. Where Lex is like, hey, I've got the idea here. I've got the schematics. You figure out how to implement it. True. And that's where Grodd would have his extra intelligence to be able to do that. But it's like each then it's like a one-on-one fight. And at the end, the Justice League has to try to maybe you make it a two-parter. Maybe it's like in the first one. Will the Justice what if they did it? Will I know the they, Justice League. I know they wouldn't do this, but it's like each one is like almost dead, and it's like, will Batman escape this peril? Will the Flash ever be able to get that thing off his wrist? You'll have to find out next time in Justice League Doom. Will they be part able to get, Will they be able to get to Superman in time? Will Well in that case, if I did two movies, I'd call the first one Justice League Legion, then Justice League Doom. <laughs> Legion and then Doom. But I mean, you go home, you're drunk. That's the thing I would go at is you've already teased this Legion of Doom. Go into that. Yeah. Go into that. Now, the question is someone's going to throw out there, well, what about Slade? Because you've also, and you've already introduced Slade, and Lex has told Slade about the Legion of Doom. Yeah. Unless yeah. Slade's like his right hand commander. And in the post credit scenes, it's him and Slade assembling this. Could be. I mean, you, you could use him as the Batman villain, or mm-hmm. you can use him as, like, sort of an extra to help out, help put the plans together mm-hmm. and bring in, like, a low—like you said, Riddler or um, Scarecrow, which I, I would consider lower tier only in the sense What if of, he helps Locke steal the plans? There you go. And then we don't need the Mirror Master style of how yep, they stole the plans. because we got Slade to do it. Yeah. I I really like that. Like DC, just take my idea. I don't care. Yeah, like I mean, it. obviously, give me some credit for put it. Put his like, name in there somewhere. Maybe give me a little checky poo. Um, but I mean, yeah, that would that would be something that I would go with in that route of things. I wouldn't make it where it's like the this into this into this, and they're all like we know this plan going forward. Because that's also another thing is when 
DC started announcing movie after movie after movie, yeah. you lock yourself into you have to do this. Where if you just did it this way, it's like, oh, we're doing this movie. Doesn't matter if we don't do it because it doesn't fuck up our timeline. Yeah. Because they're off in their own things. But then when we want to bring them together, boom. We well, how Marvel is even starting to do that too now. It's went from this timeline mm-hmm. into now they're kind of like almost bubble plotted out. Yeah. And it's like it's it's going from like mm-hmm. this, and then all of a sudden we're going to get Avengers Force go go. Yeah, and that's where the cosmic start is branching gonna, off like a tree. Mm-hmm. And that's where the cosmic is going to do its own thing, and everyone's going to kind of be all over because the universe is so vast. Yeah. We're going to split everything off into a universe now. Any final thoughts about this before we move on? No, it's going to be interesting on what they decide to do, when they decide to do it, Well, if someone can make up their mind. Well, Ben Affleck's (laughs) got to make his decision up first. Yeah. Apparently he doesn't, then he does. Apparently Matt Reeves has it to where, oh, you know, if Ben Affleck says no, Jake Gyllenhaal is sitting in the wings like little Robin, like, come on, come on, come on, I'm ready. Come on, come on, come on. I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm ready. Uh, yeah, a little SpongeBob there. But this is where you guys come in. Let us know what you think down below about anything we talked about with DC, about Ben Affleck wanting to come back and now wanting to play Batman still. Michael C. Hall and his little statement about how he would love to be Batman. But let's be honest, who wouldn't love to be Batman? Like, I feel like that's a stupid question. Oh, you want to be Batman? Nah, I don't want to be Batman. Like, come on. Who's nah. Gonna, who's going to say that? I don't want to be Batman. Who's going to say that? Nobody's going to say that. But let us know what you think down below in that comment section. Let's move on, though, into our next topic. Looking at a little bit of Daredevil news. Well, Daredevil rumors, I should say. Because that hashtag show reports that Wilson Bethel is going to play Bullseye in Season 3 of Daredevil. Bethel was previously announced to be a part of the cast as an unnamed FBI agent. This appears to have just been a cover, or is Bethel's character's cover, in the show too. This isn't confirmed by Marvel yet, but the introduction of Bullseye has been a long time coming, so hopefully this turns out to be true. Johnny, here's what I want to ask you. Mm-hmm. If it is true and Wilson Bethel is going to be Bullseye, how does he fit into Daredevil Season 3? Um, My top thing, or my I d- thought would be, let's see. So we have Wilson Fisk is still in prison, am I yep. correct? He uh, just finished, the the actor just finished his filming for Kingpin. Okay. He finished all his filming this past week. Okay. Um, no, I'm saying like... Johnny's like, great, didn't need to know that. Anyways... <laughs> He was last we left him was in prison, right? Yes. Um, Daredevil had just been found alive mm-hmm. um, in Defenders. Sorry if I'm spoiling anything for people. Go f- and watch it, so, so that I'm not spoiling it for you. Um, so I mean, the thought would be it has to be along the lines of kind of a hired hand in a sense. Yeah. And uh, Daredevil kind of getting back on his feet, come, maybe eventually coming back out as, hey, I'm actually alive, guys, because mm-hmm. everyone thinks he's dead. Jessica Jones, uh, Rant, um, Iron Fist, and Luke Cage all probably, you, think, all probably think he's dead. Do you think it's going to be, here's what I'm thinking, do you think it's going to be a, everyone thinks he's dead, or is it going to be something because when you look at Bullseye and Daredevil have a history. Yes. Um, Do you think going off of comics, is it going to be something where Bullseye is hired to murder Matt Murdock? Or will it be where Bullseye is hired to kill kill Kingpin? 
Because in the comic, he's been hired to kill both. He was hired to kill um, Matt Murdock, but was defeated by Daredevil. And it says, in his own mind, Bullseye believed his formidable reputation was ruined, and he swore vengeance, fighting Daredevil at any opportunity in a personal vendetta that held that held him to hold a TV show TV studio hostage to kim, kidnap the Black Widow. Obviously, she's not going to be in that because no. she's in the MCU. Is it something like that, or is it something where a different villain or a different group knows that Kingpin's still alive, and they hire uh, Bullseye to kill Kingpin, and Daredevil's like, no, we don't do that. We don't kill people. Like, not like a we, like he's a hero, but like a, I don't care if he's killing Kingpin, I still need to stop him because he's a murderer. Um, You know what? I think it's going to be more the opposite way. Because um, I don't remember, I've, I'd have to go back and watch it. Does Wilson mm-hmm. Fisk even have an idea that Daredevil, Matt Murdock is Daredevil? Do you I remember? I think maybe. Okay. Well, either he wants to, because he has a big thing against Matt Murdock, anyways. Mm-hmm. So maybe it's a one of those. I'm gonna I'm, go I'm with gonna, he. I don't think he knows that he's Daredevil. I'm gonna go. Okay. Well, he still has a thing against Matt Murdock. Yes. He's like, you know what? Because the whole trial thing. Yeah, it's like the Punisher didn't do it. Mm-hmm. I want. Okay, let's have Bullseye kill this guy. Mm-hmm. I know of a more formidable guy. That mm-hmm. and reputable for never missing his mark. Yeah, and then that would that would start the ven- the um the not the vendetta but mm-hmm. the um the constant conflict between Daredevil and well and then Bullseye. At the, and at the end of the series, you can have Daredevil beat him, and then boom, there's your vendetta. Kind of a back and forth thing, but it could be like a slow like progression towards. Mm-hmm. Um, he shoots the Daredevil. Daredevil just like <laughs> here's it coming. Here's like whatever it is coming. It misses and. Sorry, I'm kind of pulling away Go from ahead. the I'm pulling away from the mic just yeah. so if they can't hear me. He misses, goes right past him, and um Bullseye goes, What the fuck? Mm-hmm. Then that, that would just start like the kind of the obsession of I don't miss my mark. Now, I'm gonna I'm gonna read something. I like that. Yeah. Like the whole missing your mark thing. That's gonna set him off. Or, to go after Daredevil. Or is it this? Or even Matt I'm going to take what you just said and piggyback off Okay, of it. go for it. That makes that makes bull, Bullseye crazy almost. Yeah, like, I would. never it miss would, my mark. It would and drive him fucking nuts. I'm going to take this straight from the comic, and I'm going to twist some things. I'm just reading it to get it out there. So it says, hired by Mysterio to kidnap a baby from St. Maggie's Church, Bullseye killed Karen Page. Further earning the vengeance of Daredevil... When the news of Daredevil's secret identity leaked to the media, Bullseye hoped to capitalize on the information and kill Daredevil, both for his own satis- satisfaction and to help the Kingpin's struggling criminal empire. I'm taking that little excerpt, inserting it here. You made me miss my mark. I don't miss my mark. I am going to take someone you love, and they play into that. He kills Karen Page, which also sets the Punisher off, by the way. Yeah, that would set um, him off, too. But kills Karen Page, then Daredevil is like, all right, this guy is now my arch enemy. And Bullseye does that to try to kill Matt Murdock, kill Daredevil, 
and help the kingpin because he could be hired he, by kingpin. Well, he's supposed to, maybe it's like one of those, he's supposed to be hired from kingpin, goes after Matt Murdock. Mm-hmm. Well, through kingpins. Well, like, I'm saying he's yeah. he's hired by, by kingpin mm-hmm. or through that little network shit yeah. he's doing um, to kill Matt Murdock. He misses Matt Murdock. Mm-hmm. Okay, Matt, if I can't get you, I'm going to go after someone you love. Which could be Karen Page. Would be Karen Page. Mm-hmm. Or someone at least that you care about. Because they also, like, in the, I think it was in the last season, yeah, the Punisher and Karen kind of have their little thing. Like, yeah. Are they going to date or not? But, like, even when Karen and Matt were alone, you almost kind of got that vibe of, like, are they going to become love, love interests? Like, is, that, is this where this is going to go? And, like, there was that little bit of, like, even between, like, him and Froggy. Where tension, it's like yeah. Tension of, like, we both kind of like her and Matt's. Sitting there like, dude, I don't fucking give a shit. Yeah, I don't like her. She, if she likes me, that's great. That's how I kind of felt though. Yeah, watching the last season, I could totally. I don't want to say I could totally see them doing that because the question is, yeah, this is great, but would they kill off Karen Page? Possibly, because I mean, she's not like detrimental to the storyline other than like depends oh, on what they want to do with the oh, Punisher exactly it is it's, she's more about digging up facts and showing us some things that we eventually mm-hmm. would see anyways but or she's the like the she's a fact digger in all this stuff so she kind of ties some things together here and there he could they could go about the route of killing her um all I'm my general thing though would be it's going to be um bullseye hired by the kingpin mm-hmm. to go after matt Mrs. Matt does something like miss it, like somehow misses Matt. And this is like a wild obsession for him after that point because mm-hmm. he never misses his mark. Now, I'm going to read a little bit further because like the whole thing with killing Karen. Yeah. I feel like you've got to bring in the Punisher there. And two things I'm reading about. The first one, I already know how you relate that over. So the first one is. In his early endeavors included time in Africa and Nicaragua, coming into conflict with the Punisher and working alongside fellow mercenary Deadpool. Put Deadpool out of it, that doesn't matter. Not going to happen. Not necessarily early endeavors as Bullseye. How I take that and spin it into this Marvel series is I go, all right, Bullseye, the guy, the alter ego of Bullseye, the the unnamed FBI agent, Mm -hmm. We find out that he was in that inner circle from the Punisher that was basically killing people. Like, he was in that somehow. That would work. And it's like, oh, my God, that's how you link those two together. It also says down here, Bullseye performed several jobs for the Kingpin while also pursuing several other mercenary contracts. One such contract brought him into conflict with the Punisher on behalf of... uh, Rosaline uh, Carborn, um, and then it was the hired by Mysterio thing. So, I mean, with that, you can kind of be like, well, that's kind of loose. We're going to in this. He gets involved with the Punisher because then you can play him into both. He can be a Daredevil villain and a Punisher villain because the Punisher could be like, you. he killed Karen. I've got to kill this guy. Yeah. I mean, it could tie. It's, and then he finds out, oh, my God, he was one of the war guys from that group that I was in. And kind of playing into try that. Try and go at, keep trying to go after yep. him. And it could be one of two things. He can either 
um, tying into the fact that making like tying to both mm-hmm. separate series, uh, series, yeah, where it's like he's part of the Daredevil mm-hmm. one, and now he's part of the Punisher, Punisher. one, or pull start pulling the Punisher back into the Daredevil one. That's here and there. what I would do. It also oh. it could do it that way too, mm-hmm. where like they, they both team up, and it's going to be one of those conflicts again, where Daredevil's like, no, we don't kill them, and mm-hmm. Punisher's like, no. He needs to die. I I love. It's I, the only way it's gonna stop. He's gonna die. I it's love gonna be that, that back, back and, and forth, forth between them. And my thing would be keep this one alive because he's one you can keep playing with a lot. No, and I, I love that back and forth. And the one thing I had to look up is, so we're going to get Daredevil season three. Do they have a release date for that? I'm gonna look that up. I know they have a release date for Daredevil or for Punisher season two, but um. Daredevil season three, no, nothing as of right now, but um, Punisher season two should be, oh, they renewed it for a season two on December 12th, so we don't have a date for that. So we know that Punisher season two is coming. Um, They're thinking maybe one later this year, October 2018, Um, but I mean, really, let's see, spoiler TV the new episodes shoot across five months from February to July, so they're just going to uh, finish that. Um, point is, we're not going to probably get it this year. So with Punisher Season 2, I don't know. Yes, they're doing a Season 2. I don't know if you necessarily have to have a Punisher Season 3. I would just pull them back into Daredevil and have them be somebody that's in both and not have... Cause like, the thing I didn't like about the Punisher season one mm-hmm. is correct me if I'm wrong, but I felt like wrong. it was a little bit different than the Punisher I've read from the comics, where it was more of like a oh my god, my family, and like more of a PTSD type of thing rather than a I want to stop bad guys. I'm like. Why put these bad guys behind bars? I'm just going to kill them. Um, yes and no. Um, it's honestly. You know what I mean with the Punisher, PTSD thing. I know what you're talking about. I'm trying to think how to say this to you. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like the Punisher in general comic book wise too mm-hmm. is less about, oh, I need to stop these bad guys. And he starts getting that way throughout yeah. this series of like from going, mm-hmm. I need to just kill these fuckers too. Mm-hmm. I need to stop these bad guys, but he has always been fuck putting them behind bars. They're bad guys, and he's you no know, he mm-hmm. was he, he was he was going that route throughout the whole thing. He still stayed the no these fuckers need to die because that's what I've but always it, liked. It, about it started the as it started as and it started in the comic books from what I've read mm-hmm. and in the series from what I saw. It started as I need to kill these people that killed my family. Mm-hmm. It started to roll into I need to help these other people. And just start killing bad guys because you mm-hmm. see it with that one kid yeah. that he um, at the be- you're talking at season like beginning one. of the season like well, it's episode one or two where he where he throws the guy he into does a somewhere. job yeah and um like he didn't have to help that kid mm-hmm. they but, threw the kid in the cement shoes basically yeah the they were gonna throw machine. him in the cement and fill the thing up yeah. and instead he um, beats murders the three guys mm-hmm. by. Throws, I think, two of the bodies into the co- the cement. Great fucking scene. It was a great scene. Just the fact that, the, and he wanted to be left to himself too. Mm-hmm. And that's what I, I I actually saw the 
Punisher in that ser- mm-hmm. in that series, the the first season, yeah, because it, and it was the development of going from just killing the people that killed his family mm-hmm. to okay, I need to help other people as well, yeah, because he helped that one guy as well. Yeah, it was started as blackmail, but he didn't have to follow through with the rest of it. Mm-hmm. I mean, part of it is he wanted to because like okay, I found the top guy, he needs to die, mm-hmm. but he started to develop this. I need to help other people. But villains are villains are villains, and they're gonna be they're gonna die. And I mean that at the core is what that's I did Punisher see. Is. Like I, that's the Punisher I know and love. Where it's basically screw putting these people in jail, screw doing that. I'm killing them. The he system did wrong, is I'm shit. Ki- yeah, exactly. Yeah. And I I just wonder if like in season two will probably be the barometer for me with yeah. all of this. But I mean, the thing with it is. What is it going to be like with that? And that I wonder is like they will bring him back. Anything else you think we're missing with this that we haven't mentioned? Because like I know we're going to get Luke Cage, Luke Cage season two, is it? That trailer came out. Yeah, that's how the trailer's out for that. With the bad guy who can just punch him right through the roof, basically. Yeah. So, I mean, we're going to get that as well. So, I mean, that we don't know how that's going to fit in with, which I will say... If I were were to say if any season one was worse, Luke Cage was worse than The Punisher. Like if I had to, to pick, you, yeah. If I had to pick which one I'm not watching again, it would be Luke Cage uh, season one. At least one. you should finish it, right? Well, yeah, I I did. Oh, I you did. did. Okay, yeah. you did. Last you and I talked about it, you exactly. didn't. You well, hadn't finished it. And that's it. my problem with it. We're halfway through. If I can set your series down and go to something like many other things. It wasn't that good. I liked At it, but that's like different. Dare, like Iron Fist and Defenders, I haven't gotten to yet. Yeah, what the but hell? But with like Daredevil season one, season two, Jessica Jones season one, Punisher season one. At least I got through all of that before I went on to something else. That sounds bad. I with, got through them. With Luke, well, no, no, no. I, I went through. The, but like Luke Cage, it was like five in. And I'm like, oh, I'm gonna watch something else for a little bit, and then I never went back to it for a while. Well, I'm glad to hear that you finished it finally. Yeah, I I, I mean, I feel like I had to. (laughs) Yeah, you had to. To watch season two. Now get get on those other two. This is where we'll turn the question on to you. And the funny thing, Johnny, is I don't know if I turned the camera on for this or if it went dead. I'm pretty sure I did because I remember clapping in front of it. Yeah, I don't know. I think the camera died. Whatever. You guys are looking at our logo. Let us know what you guys think. Look at our fantastic logo. the bullseye. Well, our newer logo. Our newest logo. It looks pretty it's, sharp. It's still fantastic, is it not? It looks amazing. I mean, if you don't want to use fantastic and want to use like well, just great the, or okay, the thing, the that's thing, up to you. The thing I like the most is I show it to you and you're oh, like, yeah. oh, that looks good. And I'm like, do you not know where I got that from? And no, you're like, I didn't. No. And I'm like, it's the Marvel. And you're like, oh, I feel bad for not knowing stupid. that because that's my thing. It would be like if we did it off the DC logo and I didn't know what that was. But let us know what you guys think down below in the comment section. But Johnny, let's move into our final topic. And if you're on YouTube, hello, Hi, we are welcome back. back. <laughs> uh, if you're listening to this individual segment, you're like, well, of course you're back. Uh, this is the last segment. But if you're listening full podcast on YouTube, we might have disappeared for a little bit. And that's a little because bit. Uh, I think I forgot to hit the record button. So we are recording. Go Way to go, Ricky. Really, if you're on uh, audio listener, you were probably like, didn't even notice until I... Just told you that fact. Don't worry, we can buff it out. Yeah, don't worry, we can buff it out. But what we are talking about now is 
a little bit of Avengers 4 rumors. And will the Skrulls, who we are going to see in Captain Marvel, will they show up in Avengers 4? And I'm going to do a bit of reading to set yeah, this up. Yeah, you do a bit of reading. A new up. rumor from MCU Cosmic via the ha that hashtag show claims a source has revealed the scrolls will be a part of Avengers 4 with the race of shape-shifting aliens appearing in Captain Marvel just two months before the year, the next year's team-up movie, it wouldn't exactly be shocking to see the scrolls. In fact, that could be what gets Captain Marvel involved. MCU Cosmic hints as much, starting that are stating the post-credit scenes in Avengers 3 involving Nick Fury once again detecting the aliens and seeking out Carol Danvers' help. What's more, Hawkeye's mysterious plot could be a factor. Hawkeye had his own mission in Avengers 3, but that turned out to be a smokescreen. Instead, everything that's been revealed about Clint Barton so far will likely come together in Avengers 4. With a number of characters gone, the original Avengers will get the spotlight, likely meaning... Some of their days are numbered. Hawkeye in his new Ronin guise, meanwhile, is said to be hunting down scrolls in Japan who are posing as the Yakuza. What do you think about that? Second half, pretty fucking awesome, honestly. Where he's in Japan hunting down scrolls? As Ronin? Yeah. And then make sure I say it. Yeah, in his Ronin, Ro not in that his Ronin. Ronin. In his Ronin guys. Guys. Not as Ronin from the other part of the NCU. Yeah. Well, he's <laughs> going to be, that Ronin is going to be in um, Captain Marvel. Yes. Yes, he is. I because forgot. he's a scroll. Yeah. Or he's a Cree. He's whatever. A Kree. Whatever. I always mix those two up the scroll and the Cree. He's one of those which is gonna be well, in Captain Marvel. Well, he's gonna mix up like we we me and Mike did one of our friends. No, yeah. The the scree and the crawl. The scree and the crawl. No, I always call Isn't him a, a scroll when dessert? he's a, when he's a Cree because Captain Marvel is a Cree also or Marvel is a Cree Marvel also? is a Cree. Okay. Captain Marvel was hit with some sort of Cree thing and yeah. Got the powers that okay. way, at least in the comics. Or so Marvel and Rome, or one and, of those, <laughs> and him are the same. They're both Cree. Yes, they're both Cree. And the scroll are Ronan the and yeah. Do you think we'll even see the scrolls in Avengers Four, or is that just going to be a Captain Marvel thing? I think it's a Captain Marvel thing, and maybe the reason why like Hawkeye was off doing something. Mm -hmm. I don't think we. I think that's a little too much to throw in. We want to focus on the Avengers Four storyline, mm -hmm. getting everyone back. Undoing Thanos. The, Thanos, undoing the Infinity Gauntlet, except, excuse me, et cetera, et cetera. We don't need to add another element in. I want to mm -hmm. focus on the rest of that. Keep this, keep the scroll, excuse me, as like backstory. Keep them as why Miss Marvel wasn't there, why Hawkeye wasn't there. Mm -hmm. Save them for the Miss Marvel movie. Save them for other future movies. That's all fine and dandy then. Kill, like, Oh, I'm trying to think how to do this. Maybe kill off one of the Avengers and they are replaced by a scroll because they're still trying to do part of the invasion mm -hmm. if you want to do it in a future movie. But don't do it in Avengers 4. I just, here's the thing I feel like. We don't I need feel that. like throwing the, I almost said the scree. Um, <laughs> I gotcha. <laughs> by throwing the Kree into Avengers 4 in this way, like. Mm -hmm. The scroll, you mean? 
Yeah, the scrawl, not the Cree. The scrawl. That's why I meant to say scrawl instead of Cree. Um, I'm all confused <laughs> up in my head, jumping all bimbly, bimbly from tree <laughs> bimbly, to tree bimbly. up here. But the scrawl, adding them into Avengers 4, mm-hmm. if your plan is to go cosmic after Avengers 4, why would you add them onto Earth? Exactly. Unless your plan is to add them onto Earth. The ones that you add to Earth doesn't live just to say, hey, they're out here to get us ready for them in the MCU cosmic. What if eventually um, um, Secret Wars, or let me try rephrase that now mm-hmm. that I kind of ruined the surprise, that yeah. kind of surprises thing. What if we kind of introduce Skrull in the Miss Marvel and then kind of show, hey, they're on Earth in this a little bit and mm-hmm. then start after after Avengers 4? Start actually playing around with that a little bit. Hey, there's a this person's actually a scroll. Mm-hmm. Hey, this person's actually a scroll, and start playing into Secret Wars. I would love that. So I that would way, love playing into Secret Wars. Start playing into, and that would kind of play into the. Hey, do we get Venom for that movie though? Do we get the symbiote for Spider Man? Do you want me to throw something at you? Because we know that's not happening right <laughs> or I, now. I, I, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It's not a symbiote. It's a symbiote. Yeah. Again, do you want me to throw something at you, or do you want me to just? Uh, <laughs> it's, it's a symbiote. I, I can fish this water and oh, throw the bottle at you. If go you want. ahead. I'm sorry. I'm uh, just being an ass. You are because you know that that's not going to happen right now. No, it's not because that's that's not like one of those Fox things where eventually. Mm-hmm. We'll get it. No, it's the that's a a hey. We have to make a deal with. Mm-hmm. And I think we I think that we established that the Russo said, "Hey, we don't want to use Venom." He's not. Yeah, he's not in the MCU, is what they said. He's not PG enough for MCU. Like the Venom movie <laughs> is not related to the MCU. No, guys, all. sorry, that's, that's not tied in. We're Feige sitting there going, "No, no, don't don't cut that line yet. Come on, please, don't please keep that, that web there. That one web. Yeah, that one web. But I mean, I like. I feel like if the scrolls are scroll are going to be in Avengers four, in. <laughs> they're going yeah, to be in Avengers four. Um, it's going to be setting up the cosmic. Yes, because otherwise, like, I'm, I'll ask you this: jump ahead, end of Avengers four, yes. hooray! The day is saved. Huzzah! Oh, Iron Man died. Oh, um, <laughs> which we'll talk about at a later date. We got yeah. that one on the shelf because there's a theory about that. Um, what would you do then to set up the cosmic post credit scene after Avengers 4 then? Is that how they're in it? The scroll are just in the post credit scene to where it's like, oh, that character that we've seen this whole time is actually a scroll. Oh, we're going to look into that. Or like one of the Guardians is actually a scroll. Or maybe one of the newer <gasps> Avengers. They bring Gamora back and it ends up being a scroll. They thought they brought her back from the dead. It's a scroll. Could be. Or I would Because she's green anyways. Oh, wow. Because she's green anyways. Well, no. You, you know don't they to, can change their color, right? I know that. But, I mean, they don't have to hide it as much. So it's brain power on them. It's yeah. easier of a job for them. Anyway, They let their natural skin color I think it would be cooler because it's an earthbound thing. Have mm-hmm. one of the – maybe even one of the new Avengers. Uh-huh. Didn't come back, or one of the supposed someone that. What do you mean by new Avenger? Um, Just so everyone knows what you're talking about. Uh, Falcon, okay. War Machine, well, Scarlet War Witch. Still there. I'm just saying. Oh, like if he dies. If he dies, and so it, that's mm-hmm. a perfect chance for a scroll to take his place. If True. it's like a not off-screen death, but a hidden death mm-hmm. from everyone else. So anyone, or, or what if Hawkeye ends up being a scroll? Maybe Hawkeye. We haven't up... seen him in a while. Yeah, maybe he was killed in that mm-hmm. action and. Hey, I'm going to be the Hawkeye now. 
Yeah. Or any like Natasha, any of the original Avengers aside from maybe Thor, Hulk, because mm-hmm. kind of hard to simulate that. Yeah. Um, Cap, uh, let's put this a Cap or um, Iron Man dies, bring it back. It's like, and, and Scroll takes mm-hmm. his place. The one I'm really liking was oh, what one did you say that I really not Cap or Iron Man? Leave them because one of them has to Falcon, die. Uh, Natasha. Maybe, uh, uh, maybe Natasha a little bit, but Hawkeye is the oh. one I like the most. Yeah, either him or Falcon because. Like with Falcon, War Machine, then said, you could I do the Falcon one. You could do is oh, we're gonna take his place. Then that scroll becomes Captain America, kind of a thing to kind of move up True. that kind of tier. Or like I said, Hawkeye, we haven't fucking seen him in a while. Could it be he comes back? Oh, Clint, what's going on? He's not really Clint. Yeah, he's more of a. Or what about Ant Man? True. Could they do it with? Scott Lang. Maybe. Uh, I You have to figure out how you're going to play that into mm-hmm. it. That's the only thing. Um, I mean, it's possible. I'm not saying it's not possible to do it. You just have to... Marvel has to figure out how to play it in there. Because I'll ask you this. post Give me what your... If you were going to put the, the scroll in, or we know the scroll are going to be in the cosmic, what would be your post-credit scene after Avengers 4, and how would you start... The MCU cosmic, like what would be your main baddie that we like knowing that we know right now of what they could do in the MCU? What would how would you start the MCU cosmic? What would be the main baddie, the main heroes that you would start with? I don't know. Um, that's a hard thing because we the what's going to play a lot and mess a lot of things up is when we because we we're kind of in the middle when this mm-hmm. ends and still kind of in the middle of that fo- the ending part of that Fox mm-hmm. Disney deal as long as Comcast keeps their grubby hands out yeah. of it. Well, it should you know be Avengers 4 comes it should be Avengers 4 comes out then a month or two later Fox comes into the fold. Yeah, and I bet the the Russo brothers are figuring out everything they want to do mm-hmm. with that already, but um let's say I I would say kind of if we don't want to have one big baddie again. Mhm. Secret Wars would be a great way to do this, mm-hmm. um, at least somewhat. It would be less of a uh, – I would do it less of a Civil War – Captain America Civil War style mm-hmm. and more of a um, – what it's supposed to be, just have everyone fighting eventually, the scroll invasion type thing in there. Um, but maybe um, after credit scene, someone of a lesser stature, maybe they – like Nick here's – what, here's what I'm imagining right now. After credit scene, Nick Fury's looking at the casualties kind of like on those tables um, in the in a morgue type thing or like not morgue might be. Isn't mm-hmm. that, that what it's called where they, they bring the bodies for processing for that? Yeah. Mor- yeah. Morgue. Mortician. Okay. Mortician. He's walking around there. He's got to inspect the bodies and notice one, maybe a lesser like a shield agent or even Maria Hill. Mm-hmm. Someone as lower stature as that or at lower. And he goes to look at the looks at the ta- looks at the tag looks looks at the person scroll face because when mm-hmm. they die they turn back into a scroll yeah you can't hold that figure as the normal person mm-hmm. and he like maybe like looks at the clipboard of the person looks at the scroll and goes shit type thing do we get to see who it was or are you saying or would you say no we don't. I would say we get to see the scroll face no 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 who I'm, the scroll like was? yes like, maybe do we see the does he drop the clipboard in shock and then it falls and then we see the clipboard and who 
he the scroll. Well, like I said, it may be a Maria Hill or someone of lesser stature, so okay. that doesn't really matter. But okay. it, 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 I didn't know if you were going off. He's a hero. He's no, one of the. It Avengers. could be, but I mean, maybe just a lesser stature person, mm-hmm. and go off the idea of shit. Like he drops it and realizes, like that just sets in that the scroller and already in here, mm-hmm. the scroller here. You don't have no idea who or. Here's another one that kind of plays into that. Let's say it's Falcon mm-hmm. dies. No one knew he died in the yeah. ba- in the like in the fight. The scroll took his place. Scroll took it takes his place. Sam Wilson's out there, and someone from Shield says, "You gotta see this." Pulls the 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 thing over. Maybe we don't even see his face. And it's Sam Wilson. It's Sam Wilson. Like you just see Fury with the clipboard. Looks down. You hear like the the thing pulled down, mm-hmm. and you hear him again. Shit! Drop the clipboard, and you see Sam Wilson. Mm-hmm. That would set in. Who the hell is this Sam Wilson then? Here's what I'm thinking. I feel like the I, scroll. One of those two, I think, would be a great. After credit. First off, does the scroll have to be in Avengers 4? No. No, we don't have to have them in there. The one thing, though, that would be cool to have them in either as a post-credit or something is to, all right, we're going cosmic. We're still linking Earth to this in some way. Yeah. So Earth isn't all by itself. And one of the things that this also comes from um, TH- THR as well, mm-hmm. um, they reported that Blacklist writers Matthew and Ryan uh, Firpo have been hired to write the script for The Eternals, which I guess Marvel has already gone ahead. They're doing an Eternals movie. Oh, wow. Um, yeah, um, they're hiring clear indication that The Eternals is a major property for Marvel Studio and could be an early inclusion into Phase 4. Wow. So here's what I would do. I don't know what I would do, how I would end Avengers 4. I don't know how I would do that. But this is, I'm going to pull a lot of strings here. This is assuming Fox gets bought by Disney. Yeah. And we get all those kind of um, properties to work with. Here's what I would do. Out of Avengers 4, maybe do your post credit scene to link Earth to Cosmic if yeah. we ever want to go back. The first movie in the Cosmic. Well, we kind of are because we got Spider-Man movies. Yeah. The first movie in the Cosmic that I would do is, well, besides Spider-Man Homecoming 2, because that's supposed to take place right after yeah. Avengers 4. Out in the Cosmic, Guardians 3. My story for Guardians 3 would be the group is going on, like, they're going on a mission. Oh, we're going back doing what we're doing. Adam Warlock. We get him. Basically, the Sovereign, was it the Sovereign or the, the sovereign. Sovereignty? The Sovereign, they created him to beat the Guardians. Yes. It's been enough time. He's... Hatched out of his cocoon. Finally. So we're going to get Adam we'll get Adam Warlock against the Guardians and get that whole thing going. Eternals, what then Eternals can look at, because Thanos is an Eternal, if I'm not mistaken. No. Or part of that kind of Eternal race. No. Or his mom or dad is. He, he's got some link he to the Eternals. He is a Titan. The reason um, doesn't he have some link to the Eternals? The only reason he has a link to the Eternals was through Infinity Gauntlet. Mm-hmm. When um, he had the Gauntlet, he uh, they were all up against. Most of them were against that because he was trying to make himself a god in a sense. So he and wanted to be an Eternal, kind of. He wanted to be a god, and they're like, "This is not good for the universe. We can't let this happen." Except for Living Tribunal. Go, go fuck yourself, buddy. <laughs> Okay, so he lit. He lived in a colony of inter- Eternals. Okay, that's what. So, because on Saturn's moon of Titan lived in 
a colony of Eternals. That's what it was. Um, but my point being yes. is you set the Eternals up. That could then bring you with the Fox properties. We already had a Celestial already. Yeah, you know, Ego. Peter Quill is, but Ego was our first Celestial. Celestial. You could then, with Galactus and everything, not have Galactus be the big baddie, but you could then use the Eternals to set up all of the Celestials. True. And you could have the Celestials as a whole being the Thanos-like figures. Love and hate, in chaos MC- and order, Mr. E- chaos and... Eternity. Yeah, Eternity. Um, There was a time one, too, wasn't there? Yes, there was. There was. They're all in Infinity One space, one's time. I don't remember yeah. names anymore. You get uh, uh, the Living Tribunal. Did you mention the Living Tribunal? I did. I called him a dick. Um, <laughs> he has not done a cosmic crime. Peace, brothers. And he just... Lives. No, I, I would say peace, peace bitches. Peace, bitch. Yeah, do it in the voice of uh, the talking head from Rick and Morty. <laughs> Let me try this. I gotta try not to laugh. Okay. He has not done a cosmic crime. Peace, bitches. <laughs> and he just disappeared. <laughs> Show me what you've got. Show me what you've got. Not cool. But I mean, that's what I would like. That would be my starting point. Guardians 3, Adam Warlock is the main guy. And then, boom, we're jumping to the Eternals. And that's where we're setting up the Celestials to be kind of the overwatching mm-hmm. figure to this cosmic universe. I'm game with that. Um, that would be like to, to tie in the Eternals because mm-hmm. we kind of had a Celestial, yeah, who was sort of an Eternal, sort of not Ego. Wasn't, Ego, yeah, Ego wasn't an Eternal though. No, he's a Celestial. He's a though. Celestial, That's but what that I'm could saying. start to bring in the Eternals of yes. these things starting at the beginning of time. Mm-hmm. They were here. They are always here. What are the other celest? I feel like we're missing a few though. What the when we like started naming celestials at least time because there was like one for each stone too. Who did we? Because yeah. there was the dark elf for the reality stone. No, no, I'm saying like, there was in, in Infinity Gauntlet there was one to go up against each stone because there was reality. There was uh, love and hate like got taken out with the mind stone. Um, Mister Chaos and no. Is it Mr. Chaos and something order mm-hmm. uh, were fought against with the reality stone? Um, Eternity, I think, was fought with the time stone. And then there's one that was based off of all of space that was fought with the space stone. Actually, so, OK, I think. this is so this is from the comics. Yes. Um, for Marvel Comics. Here's the ones that they have listed. OK, they have. Um, Arisem the Judge, a celestial tasked with judging whether the civilization of a planet will live or die. Whoa, shit, that's harsh. Um, we saw a hint of that then. Did we? Um, with, with the Power Stone, when they were talking about the Power Stone, there was that one giant being that went, boom, and just destroyed a planet. It was huge. True. So that could be. It could be. A hint at him. Um, there was also, and I'm going to say these wrong. Yeah, probably. There's Ashima, the listener, a female. Oh, though, the watcher. We never mentioned the though watcher. Gender is a likely um, academic to the race. Celestial tasked along with Nedzar, the calculator, with, re- with retrieving Franklin Richards for evaluation as a new member of the Celestials. Ooh. Then there's the blue Celestial, the first Celestial whose birth is documented. The Celestial um, Gardener, um, Celestial tasked with the, ma- the with the maintenance of the Apocalypse Entity on Earth. 
Devrin the um, exterminator. Um, no, the ex experimentor. Experimentor. I can't read. Um, a young celestial tasked with watching over Earth alongside Gammy the uh, yeah Gamliel the manipulator. The dreaming celestial. Ea the wise. Isan the searcher. Um, Exitar the exterminator. Um, the manipulator, like I said, Gamion, the gatherer, um, Hargan, the measurer, Jeremiah, the analyzer, the calculator, like I also said, Oneg, the prober, um, Scrath, the approver, um, Tefrail, the surveyor, and then Ziran, Ziran, the tester. So we've got all those celestials that are from the Jack Kirby um, of Mm. Marvel Comics. So that was the age of the Bronze Age of the comic books that we have those Celestials. And really, like we said, the only one that we've truly seen in my mind was Ego the Living Planet. Mm-hmm. What hmm. you looking at over there, big guy? I was seeing if I could find that list of Celestials from Infinity Gauntlet. Mm-hmm. Just because I was curious who those were. Because I know, um, oh, I just forgot his name, um, Galactus was one of those. And he was more pissed off because uh, Thanos was destroying planets. Uh, that's the only reason he joined in. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm trying to get that list because that could kind of help us out with uh, figuring out some of the ones they may mention as well. Cause you know, it's actually really, go. you know, it's actually really funny. Huh? I bring up a celestial page, and yeah. the picture that they have is that big fucking guy that you mentioned, mentioned with, with the, the yep. with the hammer. I just thought that was like a bigger version of like Ronan. Oh, no. <laughs> sorry, no. I that think they that's... just had Ronan in there. Um, no, this is MCU Celestials. Um, oh, that was that was Isan the Searcher. Was hmm. is what you were taught? What you um, had? Yeah, he was the previous owner of the Power Stone. Um, he used its power to destroy an entire planet. Um, but yeah, I can't pull up the, I tried doing the same thing, pulling up the one. Well, cause from, we also were growing Celestials when, aren't they mm-hmm. called Eternals? What? Eter- I'm going to do Marvel Eternals. Um, cause the Eternals are different than the Celestials. But we were talking, we, we were talking about the Celest, the Celestials are from Infinity Gauntlet. Like that whole group of, oh, that's, cel- that's I thought they were- Celestials. Okay. The Eternals are completely different than that. Okay. Those are Celestials. But. I'll ask you this. Anything that we haven't mentioned in this that um, we should mention? No, I think that's about it. I mean, I I think that I would go along with some of those, more of those from Infinity Gauntlet mm-hmm. um, of all those things that kind of yeah. play off of those. I can't. I want Fox to be bought already. Yeah, so do because I. Because I want, I want a Galactus in the MCU Cosmic. So do I. That I think he needs to be in there, mm-hmm. and hopefully this things follow through. Again, Comcast, keep your grubby mitts out of this. Oh my god! I Just can't. stay out of it and let the fans have oh. what we all need to have. I haven't heard anything about that, and it kind of makes me nervous. Um, it makes me nervous, but not nervous, but more nervous than not nervous. If that makes any sense. Yes. Um, <laughs> basically, I'm gonna say one more thing. Comcast this is gonna sound mean. I hope you don't get the loan. The sixty billion dollar. I hope you don't get the loan. They get denied the sixty billion dollar loan. I hope the bank says no. Just let Disney buy it. Oh man, I would love Marvel that. fan head of the bank. 
says no. I would ab- sorry, we can't. I would absolutely love that. But let us know what you guys think <laughs> sorry, down mean. <laughs> below. Do you think the scrolls will be in Avenger Four? What do you think about the MCU cosmic and where we're headed with the MCU movies? Little housekeeping here at the end. If you like what you heard, like what you saw, make sure to check out patreon.com backslash most valid podcast. It's just your way to help support us and get rewarded for supporting us here on the channel. Then you've got the store link down below in the description as well. Check it out to get your very own MVP t-shirt. Then Apple Apple Podcast and iTunes. Go give the Rick and Johnny podcast a five-star rating and then type up a little review of what you thought of the podcast and why people should listen to it. And last but not least, mostvaluablepodcast.com is where you catch everything for MVP each and every day. Want to thank you guys for watching on YouTube. Want to thank you guys for listening on podcast services around the world. And as always, have a good day, everybody. Thank you for listening to this MVP podcast. Follow us on Twitter at Most Valuable Pod for more great podcasts.